Well, we've got our second major battle, this time in the West. Hello and welcome to Civil War in Hindsight. I'm Lieutenant Tommy. With me, as always, is Prospector Johnny. And, and this week, Prospector, we've got another battle! Pew, 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 pew! Shooty, shooty, bang, another bang! One. Yeah, and it doesn't go uh, great for us. Is, oh, no. No, not in this second go-around. But is it as, as bad as uh, as Manassas Bull Run whatever? Uh, no. Not, not that no. big of a battle, probably? No, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good-sized battle. It's not as big as the uh, Battle of Bull Run, uh, but it is a pretty good-sized battle. There are some serious casualties on both sides, although uh, at the end of it, we walk away kind of scuffing each other up and both being kind of even, but we'll get right into it. On the 9th uh, of August, the Confederate uh, troops and Missouri State troops are going to move on Springfield, Missouri, uh, as we talked about. Okay. At the end of last week, uh, Union General Lines had moved his troops up to Springfield because he'd heard rumors that there was a large, substantial-sized uh, Confederate force that was moving in that direction. And so they arrived. Uh, they're arriving. By the night of the 9th, they uh, will get within 10 miles of Springfield. General Lyons of the Federal Forces will move his troops out from Springfield towards Wilson's Creek in search of the secessionist traitors. Got to get, get rid of them yeah. out, of the, out of Missouri. I mean, yes. I also, out of everywhere, out of this country yeah, entirely. Yeah. Hope, I mean, I, I also <laughs> have to remind everybody at home, if this is the first time tuning into us, that uh, Missouri is neutral, but their governor didn't like that the state voted to stay neutral. So he yeah. raised an army and is now fighting against his own people, which is which is just asininely ridiculous. Yeah, because he has, he has Confederate ten tendencies, right? Mm -hmm. He wanted to to join the South and yes, and yes. keep. You know, keep all their slavery and everything. Well, Missouri is a slave state, so there is that to consider. Yeah, uh, at, little thing. At the dawn's early light of the 10th, Johnny General Lyons will lead his 5,430 men against Confederate forces and Missouri militia forces of 12,120. Under uh, under Major General Sterling Price for the uh, for the militia, Major General Ben McCullough, and Major General Nicholas Pierce, who's, I, I believe, in overall command of all these forces. All right, so we we were marching in five thousand people to attack a, a force a, of they defend, offending a defending force of twelve thousand. Uh, sort of. Yes, they're on their way to attack Springfield. General Lines is hoping that he can get them with their pants down, catch them by surprise, and get them get them a little early. And the element of surprise will give him an advantage. That's that's his thought. Well, that's fair. I mean, you're not going to attack people when you're out number two to one if unless you have some sort of plan. That seems. At least somewhat reasonable. At least somewhat reasonable. Um, his uh, his plan, and this is going to be the first major battle in the Western Front, uh, his his plan here is uh, that he's going to split his forces. He's going to send the German forces under General Siegel uh, around mm -hmm. to the flank, the rear end of the Confederate forces, and hit them from behind. And at the same time, he's going to hit the Confederate forces at their high ground uh, in hopes that this will be a simultaneous attack. Uh, and it'll just disorient the Confederates, and they'll scatter them off into the woods. Right, yeah, kind of split them, attacking from multiple sides, and, and ho you're hoping for chaos and fear. Yes, essentially. Uh, the problem with this move is by splitting his troops like that, he is going to put him, his two armies now outside of communication with each other. They're not, they're, they're, there's no line of sight, oh, there's no telegraphs, yeah. you can't send a they're, runner through the enemy lines. Yeah. So the minute that they move in this position, they're they're outside of communication. So if one... Yeah, their flag guard doesn't do any good if they're Lines, yeah. Line so if they're one of the armies retreats or gets decimated, the other army doesn't know and is going to be left on their own. Uh, and then eventually going to also get, <laughs> get destroyed, decimated. Yeah. 
Um, uh, Siegel is going to draw, uh, draw the first blood in, the, in this battle of, you know, the, the battle of Wilson's Creek. Uh, so he's going he's to draw the first blood. Okay. He's going to attack Confederate cavalry right in their rear, and it's going to be successful. He's going to push them uh, with his artillery at Sharp's Farm. Uh, after pushing the Confederate cavalry out of Sharp's Farm, he is going to fail to pursue them any farther than Skaggs Branch, thinking that, all right, they're routed, good to go. He's what? also going to fail to set up any kind of pickets, and he's going to leave his entire left flank completely and totally exposed to So what was the point of anything that he did? He got him kind of running and then just stopped and was like, well, job over, I guess we're done here. And hoping that, I, I'm guessing, hoping that the other army was as successful and doing the same thing yeah what well you got to remember johnny that siegel is the uh, he's the german who fired into the unarmed confederate troops way back a few months ago yeah. so uh well, yeah. his concept of war and tactics doesn't seem like just the best <laughs> no i yeah but uh, you know he did his job though like he did it yeah. and then stopped and then just like then it, stopped. it seems like if you're gonna if you're gonna be shooting unarmed confederates or firing into them Keep why doing wouldn't it? you chase after them well, and we, we, you know, like he, he doesn't. And meanwhile, Confederate forces of the Third Louisiana and Third Division of State Guard are going to exploit his weakness on his left front. Siegel thinks that the Third Louisiana is the Third Iowa. The Third Iowa uh-huh. wore gray uniform, so when he sees gray uh, coming towards his left flank, he goes, "Surely that's got to be that's got to be General Lyons' troops coming in to uh, reinforce me." Figure it out, guys. Get out of gray. Yep. So what are we uh, doing up in the north? So Siegel, he does not uh, he does not open fire uh, on the Louisiana boys until they're point blank range firing at them into their flank, and at that point, that's that's nah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, the, no. that's the end of it. That's too uh, late. Siegel's troops are decimated. They are routed, and they run off into the into the wilderness. Uh, Fair enough. Ne'er to be seen again for this battle. While all oh, okay, they, they, they didn't all no, no, they just, the just, army. Okay, just for this battle, just for this battle. <laughs> not a bunch of deserters. They just all right. They just left the battle. So, so uh, what ended up happening was the exact opposite of what we wanted. Well, we wanted yeah, to send them that. running. We went running. Yeah, we that's went. great. Okay, uh, so General Lines is now left to to his own. While all this is going on, he's going to strike at the Confederate camps on their high ground, which will become known as Bloody Hill. He is successful. He disperses the Confederate forces. Uh, complete and total surprise. They're 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 drinking their morning coffee. They're eating their eggs and oh shit a whole bunch of union guys and they hightail it and run okay so both ends of it worked at the start yes yeah and then then there and then seagull failed to pursue then what now general was that general lines does pursue uh, but he is going to be held at bay by confederate pulaski arkansas battery that was able to unlimber in time turn the guns on the union forces and, and put up enough artillery fire that it prevents lines from continuing to push the advance Unlimber, I, I assume that you know, they just got it out of the wagon. Yes, yeah, 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 that yeah, means. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what unlimber means. Yep, 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 yep. So General Lines is forced to retreat back to the high grounds on Bloody Hill and dig in and wait and see what happens. At least he has a high ground there. He does have the high ground. Uh, General Price of the Confederate forces is going to lead two separate counterattacks against Lyons' forces, and he's going to get decimated with both attacks. A large Because we have the high ground. Because we have the high ground. And a large reason why this doesn't work for the Confederate forces is that they don't have enough bullets. Oh. Yeah, they have limited. They, yeah, they have limited guns, limited bullets, and so, they don't have enough. So do they ration them, or do they just run out real quick? Uh, they're rationed. I mean, they're being rationed. They're obviously, being rationed before, given, and then you know they run out as the charge gone. happens. And like, all right, we got to go back and get some more. <laughs> and they go up again. Oh, crap! We got to go back and get some more. 
<laughs> so it's not going well. Uh, General Lyon sees the second repulsion as a as an opportunity here uh, to to continue to press his advantage. So he. He's already been wounded twice. He's already been minorly wounded and shot twice. Gen but he's like, yeah, general lines. But he's like, you know what? No, now's the time. He gets on his pony. He draws his saber. All right, men, onward. He's at the front of the charge going down the hill okay. where he's going to get shot in the chest through the heart oh. and, and die die on the spot. At that point oh. now, with General Siegel, uh, MIA, General Lyons dead, they're really, it, like, your command's gone. Your command's gone. Essentially. And uh, and the Union forces that are left are like, ah, oh, we're not going down that hill, so we're just going to sit here. They, yeah, they just, we're gonna, they they just, just watch their general charge yeah. down on a horse and get shot through the heart. So we're going we're gonna, to... And they're to blame. Yeah, we're going to stop, and they we're just going to wait on top of the hill and see what happens. A third counter-assault by Price once again fails as the Union lines hold, uh, but after the loss of lines and the field-promoted commander, Major Samuel D. Sturgis, looks at his men, looks at his supplies. His men are tired. They've been fighting all morning. His supplies are getting rather low themselves with ammunition. He goes, you know what? This isn't worth it. Time, Time to, to pull yeah. back. So they are going to pull back, but not to Springfield, Missouri. Instead, they're going to go all the way up to uh, to Rolla, Missouri, effectively giving control of the southwestern portion of Missouri to the rebels. This is not what we wanted to see. So, it, so Springfield would have been just a stopping point where they could have reset up and dug in and held on to at least a portion of that. Yeah, State, but instead it's like, nope, we're giving it, we're giving it all. All right, so all now we have West Vir or Virginia with Western Virginia that, that's kind in, of split, that's in and now we have Missouri and, and, and Southwestern Missouri. Southwestern now, Western yeah, Missouri. That's now under that's Confederate control. Yep. Okay. Uh, Confederate forces were unable to pursue due to lack of supplies and being exhausted themselves, so they kind of let the Union troops go off into the wilderness, and all right, maybe we'll see you on another day. Yeah. Uh, total casualties uh, are heavy on both sides, considering we've got 5,000 and 12,000. Uh, but Union forces are going to lose 258 killed, 873 wounded, and 173 are going to be missing. Uh, while Confederates are going to lose 279 killed and 951 wounded. So pretty similar casualties on both sides, um, yep. all things considered. But we lost the but we did, portion we, of the yeah, state, yeah. so that's it doesn't matter if it's a wash if we're giving up. Uh, territory giving up territory uh, yeah 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 um over the 11th and 12th of august union forces are going to pull all the way back to rolla uh walla missouri uh while general mccullough is going to claim confederate victory and say that it's time for missouri to decide whether they are union or confederate he's like i don't care what you guys decide but are you union or are you confederate you can't really stay neutral at this point you yeah. actually have a legit war going on in your in state, your state. Uh, yeah and at this point i i i mean i can't blame him for saying that and doing that you know if we would if we would have pushed them out of it it would be like okay now this is we're this is union a union, union state, state. yeah this is it like we won this state it's ours uh so i, I don't blame them no um uh, so are, are they gonna is it is it so does it are they gonna go to a vote or is this is that just, that's just, that's just something he's for. he's asking for he's just saying um, now you gotta figure this out okay to be fair though the union right now still does control most of missouri they still do control the major yeah. thoroughfares major rivers um you know mississippi missouri river that's all under you know, union control stuff. So, so it could, yeah, not, so it could be a, it could be something like we're seeing in Virginia, yeah. where maybe they're gonna 
split. Maybe we'll have a Western Missouri. Maybe we'll have a Western South. Confederate, Western <laughs> Southwestern Confederate Missouri. Yeah, I, I don't that know. That small, a couple, those couple of cities, whatever. Okay, we'll we'll see. Uh, Lincoln will decree on the 13th of August that the last Thursday of September will be set aside as a day of humiliation, prayer, and fasting for all people of the nation. So uh, a day of humiliation, prayer, prayer, and fasting. He's. And uh, fast. I think he's gotten the news of these two ma first major battles, and they lost. And like, well, that. Did, that Oops, that didn't go as yeah. planned. Yeah, uh, yeah. You should all be humiliated yeah. and pray, and then also you don't get to eat. Yeah, just no eating for that. Not day. for you. You didn't earn that. You, you it's don't kind of the eat. opposite of Thanksgiving. This is an anti-Thanksgiving day. <laughs> On the uh, the fourteenth of August, Major General. John Charles Fremont will declare martial law in St. Louis and suppress two oh. pro-Southern newspapers when he declares martial law. Really not sure how I feel. Gosh, about, that's tough. About this, right? yeah, that's yeah. Not sure how I feel about that. Wrong thing to do, but I'm freedom kind of agrees with what I. Uh, yeah, feel. I mean, so it's like uh, freedom of speech and freedom of the press. Yeah, we're well, we're shitting on that, but at the same time, I yeah. don't like the dirty rebels. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, I also don't know how I feel about the 79th New York Regiment mutinying uh, today on the 14th and refusing what? to obey orders as they requested a furlough that was denied. And they're like, well, if you're going to deny a furlough, we're not going to do what, what you want us to do. So we're just going to sit. They're in D.C., though, so it's not like they're striking. They're, okay, not, they're, so not, they're, not, a, they're not a combat. A, yeah, they're not in yeah. a combat position as of right now. But still. Striking. You don't want that mentality to spread in no, other other areas to be like, yeah, you know what? Hey, we oh, we could do that, especially oh. not like now. This is the we no, just started. Pretty yeah, pretty yeah, early to be doing and, this, and we've learned that it's not going to be quick. We've lost the two first major battles. Battles. Yeah, this isn't going to be quick. Uh, it's not getting over quick. No, nope. it's going to be a long one. Uh, so settle in, and now yeah, now we got people yeah, not going mutiny. strike. Uh, the 79th New York is going to be put under guard, and several of the mutiny leaders are going to be arrested. Again, not sure how i feel about that though either we are arresting our own people just because they wanted like hey can we have a break 15 minute break okay. oh it, it was that it tommy or were they refusing to do the thing that they were enlisted in well all do? right you know i get you i'm sorry and johnny like, this uh, at some point yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta draw the line you I, gotta you need an army here. yeah and if, I get you're, you. if your army's gonna be like oh just because i didn't get a vacation i'm bad, not gonna fight yeah, it's a problem. I get you. And they'll get their break in jail. Yeah, it's <laughs> it works out true. for everybody. They do, they do get their break in, they get their break in jail. Uh, and Three the, hots and a cup. And this awful, this awful week, Johnny's going to end on the fifteenth uh, with Fre uh, Federal Brigadier General Robert Anderson. Uh, remember, you might remember Anderson. He's the uh, he's the overall commander at Fort Sumner when all oh, that was going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going to be named commander of the Department of the Cumberland, which is the military units that are going to be uh, operating on that proposed expedition into Tennessee. So, uh, ah, so best gotcha through Kentucky. Yeah, through yeah. Kentucky. So best of luck mm -hmm. to you, Mr. Anderson, when you get your army all finally built up and, yep. uh, and get into Tennessee and secure Tennessee for us. That's it for this week in Civil War in Hindsight. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you enjoy this, check out Historic Hindsight, where we talk about Titanic being a fake conspiracy theory and electroshock therapy.